the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's an honor. Today is Monday, August the 15th, 2022, in the year of our Lord. On August 15, 1969, the Woodstock Music and Art Fair, that's what they called it. It was a wallowing in the mud, open sex, and people running around naked, hundreds of thousands of them. It was a day of freedom. No, it wasn't. That happened today, Woodstock. Today in 1969. Today in 1057, Macbeth, King of Scots, was killed in battle by Malcolm, the eldest son of King Duncan, who Macbeth had slain. Some things never change, do they? Today in 1769, Napoleon Bonaparte was born in the island of Corsica, Today, in 1914, the Panama Canal officially opened. Today, in 1935, Will Rogers and aviator Wiley Post, they were killed when their airplane crashed near Point Barrow in what was then the Alaska Territory. Today, in 1945, in a pre-recorded radio address, Japan's Emperor Hirohito, he announced that his country had accepted terms of surrender for ending World War II. Today, in 1947, India became independent after about 200 years of British rule. And today, in 1961, as workers began constructing the Berlin Wall made of concrete, an East German soldier, Konrad Schumann, he leapt to freedom over a tangled barbed wire fence that was being installed along with the concrete Berlin Wall. The Berlin Wall, it made a great impact on me. I was there when it was standing. I was there in Berlin when they were tearing it down. First of all, young adults with hammers, literally. I have a piece of that wall on my desk. I keep it there as a reminder. Freedom and liberty, the desire for freedom and liberty is strong in the hearts of human beings because God made us that way. He did not make us to be servants of anyone except He himself, our creator, he has given us a spirit of liberty and freedom. And the people in the most persecuted countries of the world still have that flicker of that flame of hope that they can be free someday. I've been with them. I've spoken with them. I've spent time with them. I've even stayed in their little humble home sometimes with a dirt floor. But they all have one thing in common. They long for freedom. And of course, ultimately, that freedom is found in the person of Jesus Christ. Outside of Christ, there is not freedom. In Christ, there is freedom. Those whom the Son sets free are free indeed. Psalm 31.24 captures that truth. Be of good courage. And he shall strengthen your heart, all ye that hope in the Lord. 
the Lord is the answer to the problems of our world. I want to talk to you a little bit about what's going on in our world today, but let's do so through the idea, through the lens that God is in control because he is. And if we don't believe he is, we'll come to an awakening at some point because God is in control and he's going to stay in control. And he has always been in control. There are some people that call themselves religious. They go to mass a lot of times and a lot of things, but they don't really understand that principle. But they will. God is in control. So we align ourselves with that truth and we look at what's going on in our country through the lens of God's truth, God's word. That's why we do what we do. And I think it brings, in fact, I know it does. I read the notes that you send, and I thank you so much for those. I, I, I read everything you send. Um, sometimes it takes me a while, but I do. And because I want to know what you're saying. And uh, I appreciate it. I do. And I appreciate your support. I, it, it's humbling that you stand with us the way that you do. And I, I just want to thank you for it. And I want to encourage you to please continue to stand with us. If your support wasn't here, we'd be gone in in a, in a second. We just wouldn't be here. So we're able to come on each day as you support us each day and each month and so on. So thank you so much. It's vitally important, as you know. Our address is Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. Box 399, Bellevue, 98009. 009, or you can go to our website, Faith and Freedom, faithandfreedom.us, and you can contribute online there. And as I have said before, a number, in fact, a growing number of people are doing that, and you can certainly welcome to do it. Works out just fine. It's pretty simple. Even I can do it. So I'm sure you can as well. In fact, I know you can. If I can do it, you can do it for sure. So just go on there, click a tab, and make your contribution, or you can mail a check. Thank you. In advance, and God bless you for standing with us. No wonder Liz Cheney is upbeat. <laughs> She's committed to the greater good of taking down Trump. But the polls show that she's going to lose her bid for re-election in Wyoming's primary tomorrow by as many as 57 points. But she's upbeat. I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the reasons she's upbeat today, because that gives us a kind of a view. She's a Republican, quote unquote. The word rhino is used a lot nowadays. She would be one of those. Liz Cheney's lawyer husband, Philip Perry, he's a partner at a law firm that, um, well, they represent Hunter Biden. Interesting to know that, isn't it? There's a lot of blanks you can fill in. I won't have to fill them in for you. But yeah, her law, her husband's law firm, he's a senior partner there, Phil, Philip Perry. They represent Hunter Biden. Perry's firm also advises a Chinese Communist Party-linked tech company named TME and another subsidiary, Exelon. This while Trump is now respectfully asking <clears throat> for the seized documents to be returned to Mar-a-Lago because the FBI knowingly took privileged attorney-client and executive privileged material. What's the connection? Well, the connection is that Liz Cheney is not, she's really not timid about telling you that it, it's about bringing down Trump because he is a problem to the country and he's going to destroy democracy and on and on and on. 
while she and her husband enrich themselves. And I'll give you the numbers in a staggering way since she came into office. Liz Cheney's husband, Philip Perry, is a partner at the law firm that represents Hunter Biden in the Department of Justice's grand jury probe regarding tax issues. Perry's fellow partner at the law firm, Chris Clark, represents Hunter Biden in the grand jury investigation of his personal taxes. The New York Post is calling Perry's law firm, Latham and Watkins, a Democrat powerhouse. Liz Cheney, the Republican. Trump appointed U.S. Prosecutor David Weiss, he's investigating Hunter, and associates for the tax violations and lying to law enforcement about illegally purchasing a firearm. Those are the specific things that this particular um, prosecutor is looking into. Perry's firm has also advised a Chinese Communist Party-linked technology company named TME and Exelon Corporation. The State Department in in 2019 dubbed TME a tool of the Chinese government, according to the Wall Street Journal. In 2011, Exelon Corporation agreed to provide consulting and training services to an arm of the state-owned China National um, Nuclear Corporation, CNNC. The state-owned CNNC's president and vice president are appointed by the highest administrative position in the government of China, the premier of the People's Republic of China. The CNNC supervises all facets of China's nuclear programs. There's a reason why I'm saying this. I'm not just saying this to bash Liz at all. I'm trying to turn on the light a little bit because a lot of this is just a facade. It isn't true. These convictions are certainly convictions, but they're convictions about enriching themselves. It's not about this undying love for America, and if we can just extract Trump, then everything's going to be just fine. The Donald Trumps come and go, but these people's hypocrisy is ruining the country. Whether it's Liz Cheney, the Republican, or Joe Biden, the Democrat, it doesn't matter. They're operating on some of the same deceitful and divisive principles. So forget Trump for the moment. This is concerning because our founding fathers repeatedly told us and the generations to come that America is a special place. It is founded not by old bloodlines or old history and old property lines as the rest of the world is pretty much. But it was founded on an ideal, and that ideal had to do with the Word of God, with biblical principles and values. And they repeatedly said this. This isn't some little half phrase somewhere buried in all of the documents our founding fathers wrote. They, it was such a part of their discussion in founding this country that it's just voluminous. I mean, it was a given they assumed that everyone pretty much at least embraced the principles of Judeo-Christianity if they didn't embrace Christianity itself. They said this. They said even the atheist is free 
to do believe like they want in America because of Christian values. <laughs> so these people take this high position of wanting to be moral leaders and they focus on a Donald Trump whom they hate. And that's where we are today. Christopher Ashley Ford, he's Assistant Secretary of the U.S. State Department's Bureau of International Security and Proliferation, or Non-Proliferation, excuse me. He told Quartz, that's a news uh, organization, he told Quartz about the dangers of TME's relationship with CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. He said, whether de facto or de jure, such giants can, in some important respects, for some purposes, act as arms of the state, or more precisely, the Chinese Communist Party, to which the Chinese state apparatus is itself subordinate. He said that about Latham and Watkins, the law firm of which Liz Cheney's husband is a partner, a senior partner. According to Latham and Watkins' press release, the firm has advised TME on acquisitions, has celebrated its client as the market leader in interactive virtual entertainment experiences in communist China. TME has positioned itself as the leading online music and audio entertainment platform in China. Yahoo News, Finance News, did a big article on that, a celebration article, like, wow, we're coming together, we're solving all these problems. China is the is the the worst country on earth for stealing intellectual properties, like music in particular, but intellectual properties in general. In fact, Hollywood has bent at the knees, not bowing to China, although they, they would if they could, their, their heart is that way, but they have bent their knee because China has crippled, in some cases, our entertainment industry because they... They just blatantly steal proprietary information. A guy, some you know, well-known artist, music artist, makes a record before they can, before their U.S. publishing company or whomever can put it on the market for streaming. Now it used to be you know a real record on a shelf somewhere, and then it was a real CD, and now it's just all you know. I mean, it's it's just sound. But anyway, before they can market it. Even streaming, China is selling it. And they're doing that again and again. They're doing it with movies as well. I mean, it's billions of dollars that they're just foisting off Hollywood who supports their ideals, their socialist ideals. It's an amazing thing that's happening. So they find themselves in in between a rock and a hard place because... On the one hand, they they've got, they want to embrace China and kind of put down America. But on the other hand, China's stealing them blind. Hollywood, I'm talking about, the entertainment industry. But TME is not just a music company. And this they're seeking legal guidance from Liz Cheney's husband and his group, their law firm. It's not just a music company. It's a foundation for technology-facilitated surveillance and social control. China has social, uh, like we have a credit score, China has a social score. I mean, this is not, that part of what I'm saying isn't new. Most of what I'm saying is, is not in the public. Hopefully it will be today and tomorrow and the next few days. 
but it hasn't been discussed. It isn't out there. People need to know this. I mean, we just need to understand what the dynamics surrounding, you know, get Trump and go through Melania's closet. I mean, that's weird. And all of the stuff that's happening, our government is perpetrating and without any accountability, really. People are asking them, that why, why was the raid on Trump's house? Why was it so important? I was wondering over the weekend as I was just looking at some news stories and one thing or another, thinking toward today, this program uh, originating live, as you know, at 9 a.m. on Pacific time. And I was thinking about it and I was thinking, if this raid on Trump's house was so important and so necessary and so urgent, to come there at, what was it, 6.30 a.m. in the morning or whatever it was, and come there with lights flashing and all this kind of thing and all these police cars and, and these troops and they come in and they make all the people go out of Trump's house and stand out there and I guess it was during the, must have been during the day. I think they came in the morning, but, but during the warm, hot part of the day, they were outside, they couldn't come in and they wouldn't allow anybody to see them. They turned off all the, you know, the equipment and on and on and on. Why did they wait 18 months to make that kind of a raid if it was that urgent? I think we little people know the answer to that. It just is where we are in the, in the process of trying to erase Donald Trump in America, the left. If, there, if it was urgent last Monday, why wasn't it urgent 18 months ago? It wasn't that urgent. That was a political ploy to once more try to decredit, discredit a man they hate. And they're scared to death that he's going to run for president again. I don't know if he should or shouldn't. I mean, I, I don't know what decision he should make. I can see benefit to his running. I can see how it could be, be a problem, uh, I mean, for him and others. But nonetheless, that's their issue. And they just want to be sure that they can neutralize Trump so that he doesn't run for office because they're afraid of him. Because with all of his flaws, and, and he does, he's a flawed human being, just like all of us, with all of his flaws and the things that he does that are irritating and repetition and, and his incessant you know posting on social media and all, many did the right thing when he was in office as far as conservative people who really do love this country. I mean, he made the right decisions. Whether it was Israel and the moving the, the, our embassy to Jerusalem and, and just and all of the economic issues that he made here, things were just roaring as far as economically in the country when he left office. I mean, they were whether you like him or not, they were. And Christians, two of one, they all say leaders, and certainly I don't consider myself a international leader, but boy, I agree with them. He made the right decisions, the decisions that we evangelical Christians, biblical Christians want to see made in the culture, because we know that it's healthy for the culture. Whether or not the culture accepts the message of the gospel, and it's our call and our mandate to get the message of the gospel out, and that's why it's always a part of what I say on this program, even though we're talking about current events from a biblical perspective. I always try to include the gospel, and that is that Jesus Christ died for our sins. And unless we accept him, 
and ask him to forgive us of our sins and believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that he is the Son of God, we can't be saved. And we can't secure our place in in eternity with him. It isn't just about being quote-unquote religious or doing good things. Social justice has become the gospel of too many churches, and that's the problem today in the culture. Social justice is not the gospel. But when churches turn away from the gospel and away from the, the inerrancy of God's word, all they have is social issues. So they, they align themselves, they, they attach themselves to social justice, and that becomes their religion. It's not. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, became flesh, dwelt among us, was crucified, raised from the dead. That's the gospel of Jesus Christ, and that is what brings peace and security and confidence and hope and ultimately eternity with with God to each of our lives. So that's the gospel anyway. This whole mess is so intertwined, and everybody, regardless of their political side, I'm just telling you stuff that is a... I mean, there's a lot I don't know about Liz Cheney, but all I know is she is so obsessed with trying to fix America while she and her husband are enriching themselves, working with communist China who would like to destroy America. I'm a simple man. How does that work? I don't know. I do know. It doesn't. It's very hypocritical. I don't care how important her father is. That's wrong. It's dead wrong. Somebody somewhere in that family should know that. They're not just a music company. They're they're the platform upon which the China dream, the China model was built. Ford says Christopher Ashley Ford, the assistant secretary of the US Department, he says along with Chinese companies like uh, Alibaba, that would, that's the, a competitor of Amazon. Actually, they're huge. They're like Amazon. They're based in China. Alibaba, Ford said, these companies export their products and services to the rest of the world. The security and the human rights problems associated with this China model are progressively exported with them. That's what China does every time. Cheney's husband's law firm has not only advised TME, this Chinese Communist Party-linked company, but has lobbied on behalf of companies with ties to the Communist Party. Latham and Watkins, they've earned big checks from doing this. It's interesting. Cheney has enriched, apparently, enriched herself, she and her husband, off her being a public servant. Has she done so in the same way that the Biden family has? I don't know. But I'll tell you what I do know. During Cheney's congressional career, her net worth has ballooned from an estimated, these are according to the report she has to file, $7 million. She was worth, the Cheney family's pretty rich. So, okay, so she's gotten her money from her father or whatever. She was worth about, she and her husband were worth about $7 million when she took office in 2017. 
today, in 2020, the last filing she's made, she's worth $44 million. How does that happen on a $170,000 a year salary that they get in the House of Representatives, 170 or whatever it is, it's about that. How does that work? How do you go from $7 million to $44 million? Well, I just told you how it's worked for them. This comes from the Center for Responsive Politics, and that's from her most recent financial disclosure forms. I'm not making this up. Cheney declared she held three posts during that time, which included a trustee position at the University of Wyoming, a member of a holding company, and what appears to be her family's trust. Maybe her father just gave her that money over the last five years. But has it been, as a result, any of it, of her being in the elected public servant position she's been in? The Washington Post wrote a feature article today. I'm just going to mention it to you. Feature, I mean front page. Big deal. Jackson, Wyoming. Liz Cheney's political life is likely ending. That's the primary tomorrow. But it's just beginning. Washington Post. Promoting her. Oh, not not for Congress. For president. Jackson, Wyoming. The two-minute video meant ostensibly as the closing appeal to voters here likely served much more as the launching point of a campaign that will last for years to come. No matter how long we must fight, Liz says, this is a battle we will win. She looks at the camera. She says, I'm promising to lead millions of Americans of all ideological stripes united in the cause of freedom. If I prevail, I hope you will join me in this fight. Cheney's looking beyond Tuesday's Republican primary, the Washington Post says, for the state's at-large seat in the U.S. House, a race that she is likely to lose. She's looking ahead to the presidency. And they go on and on and on. It's a long article. Promoting her for president of the United States. I don't know if you can put all these pieces together, but... It seems to me there's a thread that runs through this. And every time you look into it, whether it's Pelosi or, I I mean, Obama, it doesn't matter who it is. They always seem to be enriching themselves extraordinarily as they fight for freedom and fight for this and fight for that. I don't want to sound cynical, and I, I, I ask God not to allow me to help me not to be cynical. I don't want to be cynical. I'm not cynical. But I guard against it because the Lord wouldn't want any of us to be cynical. But, man, I mean, who can you trust? Our institutions are failing. Our our elected officials, they, they stand up on their soapboxes and they crow, whether they're in, you know, Yakima or Yucatan or wherever. And they tell us, I'm going to fight for you if you'll send me to D.C. or to Olympia or Salem or Boise or wherever. They don't do that. They go there and they just fall in line. That's what we've learned so far from this Trump affair. We'll see where it goes from here. But I'll tell you one thing. You can trust in the Lord. If you trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding, but look to him for guidance in your life. It will be there. He will not fail. God 
is in control. Not the politicians, not the communist Chinese, Chinese Communist Party, but God. Hey, thanks for being with me today. We'll continue this conversation right here tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.